Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Today, you'll be hearing from a friend and mentor to Pastor Robert, Michael Berg. Michael serves as director of YWAM Orlando. Not only Lord on Sunday, but is he Lord on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Is he Lord in how I relate to my wife? Is he Lord in how I relate to my children? Is he Lord in how I relate to those who I labor with? Is you know how do I treat people? Is he Lord in how I relate to the homeless guy on the street, or uh, you know because they are made in the image of God and very valuable? Is he Lord in how I relate to the professional? Is he Lord in every area of my life? Is he Lord in how I spend my money and spend my time? Are you surrendered to Jesus in every area of your life? Do you add Jesus to your life wherever he fits in, or is your heart completely his? Today, Michael will encourage you to devote yourself fully to God and his word. Trust him with your life. When you live fully committed to him, he'll make your path clear. Now here's Michael with a special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. out ministering and they were they were ministering in a Hindu village and they got chased out of the Hindu village into another Hindu village they get to that Hindu village and they're they're invited into somebody's home the oldest daughter of a home she was a believer and she draws them in uh, to can you help me I've been trying to share the gospel with my family and I'm not getting through so they invite our team in and they're in the house and they're sharing the gospel and they're they're ministering to these people and over time God softens their hearts as their hearts soften, eventually the family decides to commit their lives to Jesus. As, as the, uh, well, let me say this, a Hindu family will often add Jesus to the other gods. And that's not what Jesus calls us to. He calls us to him being the one and only Lord of our lives. And so as they're proclaiming that part of the gospel, this family gets radically converted. The youngest daughter reaches up and rubs off the Hindu dot off her head as she proclaims Jesus as Lord. And I think God wants wholehearted commitment, whether it be a Hindu or whether it be you and me. You know, we, we don't so overtly add Jesus to our other, other gods in our lives, or do we? Maybe it's not quite so crystal clear, but often I make a commitment to Jesus, but then I live my life as if he's not Lord of all. And one of the challenges for you and me is, is he not only Lord on Sunday, but is he Lord on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Is he Lord in how I relate to my wife? Is he Lord in how I relate to my children? Is he Lord in how I relate to those who I labor with? Is, you know, how do I treat people? Is he Lord in how I relate to the homeless guy on the street? Or, uh, you know, because they are made in the image of God and very valuable. Is he Lord in how I relate to the professional? Is he Lord in every area of my life? Is he Lord in how I spend my money and spend my time? And 
you know, that, that can be scary because, you know, we, we have misunderstandings about the character of God, but God is so trustworthy. He's more trustworthy with your future and mine than we are. <laughs> we think we can do a better job of directing our future, and we are mistaken terribly. The reality is he is the best qualified to guide our future. There's nobody qualified to be Lord of our lives but one. His name is Jesus. And so God is calling us to, to have him be Lord of our lives. And aren't you glad? You know, we see in Scripture the call in Chronicles, for the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. You want the support of the creator of the universe? The one who lacks no power, lacks no ability, lacks no understanding? You want the support of the creator of the universe for you and me? I do then we, we need to say, God, I'm all yours. Have your way, Lord. I'm all yours. God is amazing, isn't he? And, and he's in this process. He tells us to get ready for the way because in a part of it, that for you and I to be qualified, we've got to be wholeheartedly committed. Because you, you know what the reality is? You and I can't call others to that if we're not living it. Isn't that what hypocrisy is? Claiming I'm wholehearted to, <laughs> and calling others into it when I'm really not living that way? I remember... Um, let me just comment. I remember when I was play, just got saved. I was learning to play guitar, and I was playing guitar in church and part of the worship band, and then I was involved in some immorality on the side. And I got called before the elders of the church. I'm six months old in Jesus, and the elders called me before the Lord and rebuked me. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. They say, we love you. We, we love you. We want to walk with you, but you cannot pursue this sin and be part of this church. You know, we'll help you walk out of it, but you need to be pursuing Jesus, not this particular lifestyle. <sighs> will you repent? Which means change your mind and come into alignment with Jesus. And we'll help you. And I repented and walked with him into greater intimacy with Jesus, greater transformation. I'm so grateful. We all need somebody who speaks into our life. I, I cultivate people who will speak into my life because I want to be wholehearted. And the problem is there, there are areas of my life I'm blind to. You know what the problem with blind spots are? You can't see them. And if you don't have a good friend, you know, isn't it terrible to be up here speaking and your zipper's down? It's not, don't worry. <laughs> you know, you just got to go, would somebody tell me? You know, spiritually, it's worse. When our lives are out of order spiritually and we don't have somebody in our life who loves us enough to say the hard things. Isn't that tragic? Christianity was never meant to be lived in isolation. It was meant to be lived in the context of community. Thank God you're here. I commend you. You're here. Now, but not just be here physically, be here in every way. So the, the God of the universe can continue the transformation process in a way that only he can do. But then we also need to be passionately dedicated to the Word of God. And we work with young people, largely from 18 to 24. Uh, we have some 16-year-olds and on. And there is such a fiery passion of emotion which, for, the, for Jesus and for all the things God. And we go, this is wonderful. We love being a part of that. But you know what I found over the years? That goes out. Because then she comes along. <laughs> You know, I met Darla in my DTS. I go, whoa. <laughs> you know, and there's this fiery passion that then gets diverted towards somebody else. And I'm not saying our relationship was, was led of the Lord, and I'm grateful for it, and there are other things we have to pay attention to in life. But we have to be careful that our passion, that, that burning fire for Jesus, 
doesn't go out. And one of the ways to make sure of that is we stay in alignment with his word. That we have a passionate dedication to the word of God because as we're in the word of God, it is like stoking the fire of our passion for Jesus for a lifetime with God's truth. As we continue, I, I've read the Bible so many times, and it, I'm amazed that every time I'm reading it, I find stuff that I think, have I ever read that passage? That is just amazing. And God speaks something into my life and begins to change it. It's, it's just an extraordinary thing. And when you proclaim God's word, not in some holy religious, not in, I, I don't mean holy in the uh, righteous way of that term, but just as kind of a holier-than-thou attitude, that's not what I'm talking about. But when you and I live authentically and the Word of God flows through us, it impacts people's lives and imparts life to them. Like this story, I like to refer to it, well, I'll just tell you the story and then I'll tell you what we refer to it. But Brendan here, he's from Minnesota and he was on outreach in India as well. And he and his team go to a slum and they they get invited into the home of a prostitute. And so he and his team go in there with their translator and they're sharing the gospel with her. And they discover... As they're talking with her, they literally interrupted her suicide attempt. And they began to talk to her about the importance of life and what Jesus had to say about her life. And as a result, she, she decided to not kill herself, and they committed to come back in a couple days. So I, don't, I, I wasn't there. I don't remember the exact scenario. But after some time, they came back to talk to her again. And while they're talking, the translator says to Brendan, well, why don't you tell her about a time when you overcome shame? Because, see, she was dealing with the shame of her lifestyle. And she felt so unworthy to receive Jesus. Well, isn't that true of all of us, really? <laughs> it, it's, it's the Lord who makes us worthy. It's the Lord who's, you know, he, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He gave his life for us. So he loved us in spite of our mess. And, but then he doesn't want to leave us that way. He wants to transform us, you know. He, he cleans us up. And I, that's so good. That's so good of him to do that. So Brendan shares something that he was going through, and the woman's sitting on the floor because the, in that culture, you know, it wasn't, it, you know, she sits on the floor because she feels less than the rest. And so he's sitting on the, on the bed, or, you know, any furniture that's there while they're talking to her because it's right for this foreign missionary to sit at a higher level than this gal. And the Lord says to Brendan, why don't you tell her about the woman caught in adultery in the very act? So Brendan, you know, had been kind of thinking about that verse, but didn't necessarily know it word for word. And he sits down on the floor in front of her, and she reaches out and grabs his hands. He came to her level. And he tells the parable of the woman caught in the very act of adultery. She was so moved by the love and acceptance of Jesus, she gives her heart to Jesus. Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. 
A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.